Here's one of our favourite moments from Jason Lawrence. Check out the full show on our podcast feed. Tomorrow's the big one. It is Cup Day. There's been some amazing races over the years. I think we all remember this one. Prince of Penzance from Max Dynamite. Prince of Penzance. It's history at Flemington. Michelle Payne. That's right. She made history several years ago. And tomorrow she's part of the Channel 7 commentary team all over the Cup. Channel Channel 10. 10. My bad. Channel 10. (sighs) Michelle Payne joining us on the air. Morning, Michelle. How are you? Good morning. Mate, this must feel like Christmas Eve for anybody in the horse racing world. Oh, absolutely. It's what we uh, look forward to every year and it never lets you down. Well, it's also really exciting because people are back at the track for the Melbourne Cup this year, Michelle. But I was wondering about the horses. They've gone from running all year with no one around. Are they? Do they get spooked by having the crowds oh, yeah. there and all of the noise? Uh, yeah, some of them do. Some of them won't be bothered by it but there's definitely some horses that are very you know put off their game so yeah i think it'll certainly uh affect some horses but overall they they really accept a lot because when you're racing like horses it's very very loud when you're in the race and all the horses are there do you can you hear the crowd or does it not make much of a difference for you as a jockey either yeah no it's amazing like when the barriers open and, and the roar of the crowd that first step out of the barriers it's absolutely insane like we're a fair way away down the Flemington Strait like at the 1200 meter mark so you can imagine it's a fair distance but it's just so loud it's, it's incredible and so it's just so nice to have we obviously don't have the hundred thousand of the crowd that we usually have but at least there's something there because last year it was just so heartbreaking to see you know mm. bare lawns and bare grandstands. Is it? Can you tell the difference in the cheering? Is it a little bit more wanky when you ride past the birdcage area, or is it a similar cheer? It's no, it's no cheer. <laughs> you think we have waves of different crowds? Yes, like, like, so like woo, and then oh, rock, go. There's the French champagne cheer. There's the Bundy and Coke cheer. There's the sleeping on the lawn cheer. Um, Clint in the newsroom, you got a question? Yeah. Uh, good morning, Michelle. I, I mean, 2015 was such a big year for you. Um, you know, you won the Melbourne Cup. Take us to that race when the gates fling open. I mean, it, it gets quite rowdy between jockeys. Is that right? Like, is a bit of push and shove and a bit of chat? Oh, yeah. That first, um, it's actually for the whole length of the straight because everybody's vying for the positions. It's actually like no other race. It's so insane getting to that first corner because it's the Melbourne Cup. Everyone's out there thinking, you know, this is my chance to win our great race. Do you remember the moment, mate, back then when you know you had it? Oh, God, yeah, I could take you through every step of that race. At about the 650-metre mark, I was travelling up behind the second favourite trip to Paris and I just had so much force underneath me. I was, like, bolting into the race and I was like, oh, my God, I could win the Melbourne Cup. And (gasps) at that point in time, I thought to myself, just keep calm. You know, it's what I'd trained myself in the lead-up. Don't panic, don't go too early and stay in the moment. And, you know, when we hit the straight and and it was time to let him go at the clock tower, it was just the most incredible feeling. Like, I swear I was floating on his back the last... 200 metres, he didn't have to carry me because it was it was so exciting and I just knew he had it and just going over the line in front, it was just a dream come true. I just, I got, just got tingled. Yeah, yeah, yep. <laughs> I got goosebumps listening to you say that because I remember it so clearly when you won being the first female to win it, but you know what else I remember? Seeing your brother Stevie's face. How is gorgeous Stevie? <laughs> He's absolutely loving life. He's 
you know, now a movie star. I know. Uh, having, started, having started in the movie Rod Like a Girl, he's just such a delight. And to share that with him on that day and to see his face was just couldn't have been any better. I, uh, I was staying at Crown one night. We spent $18.50 on Ride Like the Girl and it was uh, <laughs> it was worth every cent. You tell Stevie, he's a bloody movie star. Has he changed? Has he gone a bit like high-end now, now that he's a movie star? <laughs> oh, yeah. He thinks he's uh, eating a bit. He gets out there and he's like, oh, do you want a photo? <laughs> <laughs> You know what's so funny? We went to the pub for the first time when Melbourne opened up on Friday and oh, Jace yeah. asked someone if they wanted a photo and they said no. <laughs> <laughs> Stevie doesn't usually get a no. Yeah, Stevie doesn't get a no. Don't encourage the Michelle post. Hey, Michelle, <laughs> Melbourne Cup tomorrow. Who should we be betting on? Well, obviously the favourite incentivised just looks like he could be anything. Um, he just looks like a champion. But yeah, but other I think than the favourite... Like you paid a hundred and one to one when you won. What's a bit of it? We want to make some money and get out of this joint, Michelle. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Rafi. I think the really good chance is um, Grand Promenade. (gasps) He's at about I think twenty six dollars, not a hundred to one, but he's been winning everything except for him as well. We had my dad on the show on Friday, and he tipped Grand Promenade too. He did too, Bobby Phillips. There you go. There you go. He knows. um, Tell me to mind my place for being too rude, but I don't get how because, like you said, hundred to one when you won the. Melbourne Cup. A lot of people made a lot of cash off that ride. What does a jockey get for winning the Melbourne Cup? Uh, so we get 5% of the prize money. Um, so I think the Melbourne Cup's worth $7 million now. So um, that's shared out between all the runners. So I think it's about four and a half to the winner. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, 5% to the jockey, 10% to the trainer, and then the rest to the owner. Yeah, right. Can I ask another personal question? Can we have a line? Sure can. Oh, are, you, are you going to wear high heels? That's the one thing stopping me going from to the Melbourne Cup. I haven't worn heels for about 18 months. And the thought... squeeze those cankles back in. Flemington, yeah. My cankles in high heels is just... I can't bear the thought. She wants to wear Doc Martens, and I'm like, you can't at Flemington, Doc. Are you going to be trotting around in heels? Well, I'm working on Channel 10, so I guess I better put on something nice. Um, but... I think the trend is changing. You could mix it up with some runners. Um. Oh, well. Freshens on your front lawn with your New Balance and your frock and your fascinator. Hey, um, Michelle, enjoy tomorrow. Thank you so much for jumping on the air with us, mate. And honestly, congratulations on your win. It'll go down in history, that ride. It was unbelievable. We'll never forget it. Thanks so much. And I hope you guys uh, get on and promenade and he wins your fortune. Me too. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Jason Lauren podcast. For more great content, check them out on socials at Jason Lauren.